I love Snoop Dogg, Double G, great person. So do you love Death Row Records? I love People Death Row. I love Death. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Fake news. I love Death Row. <laughs> What's your favorite Death Row record, uh, Mr. Trump? All of them. All of the Death Row records. Don't try to pin me down. I see what he just. Excuse me. Fake news. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Look out for they tried to give me the virus. <laughs> <laughs> I beat the virus. Why is that they tried to, they, they try to give me the virus? Like, who is they? myself this time welcome to another episode though we're nearing the end of official summer here and i guess in this hemisphere <laughs> anyway here we are the with summer nearing an end and had some episodes fall through and some stuff going on here in and around the psychosemantic bunker there's the usual uh, dog days of summer, uh, and little dude is getting ready to start back at school. My best half has uh, had her mother's been in the hospital pretty much since the beginning of the month. And anyway, uh, there's, a lot, there's there's a lot of stuff going on uh, over here, but sometimes it's tough to get guests. Sometimes episodes fall through. Uh, it happens not all that often for me not having a regular co-host, but I need to suck it up and get better at putting out solo episodes worth everybody's time. Uh, of course, you <laughs> whenever you talk about specific details in the American political landscape, as of the time of recording of this episode... Everything I say is current as of now. Who the fuck knows what's going on whenever you end up in this. But I was stewing about a recent state Supreme Court decision. And I the, the 2022 midterm elections here in the U.S. are just a few months away. November 8th, 2022. And there will probably be a few of these between now and then. Uh, anybody that's been listening for a while knows that this is pretty regular around these times of year. There are going to be, or there have been and will be, because some of these have already happened, 30 states having elections uh, for their state Supreme Court. State Supreme Courts have been getting more attention since the uh, Federalist Society Court has been disbanding uh, precedents and claiming that things are left up to state Supreme Courts and state legislatures, uh, which if you, you know, only half pay attention to politics, if you think the federal uh, House and Senate are 
you know, clown college or a shit show or whatever you want to say. I know I was half excited or optimistic about this was going to be the year that the new anti-gerrymandering provisions in the state constitution came into effect. But the uh, Ohio legislature that uh, last check was something like, well, they have a gerrymandered supermajority, so they do not need any votes from anybody from any of the other parties to pass any legislation. Whereas voter representation of the state is more like 55-45. So I, I say this a lot, but pretty much if you're listening to this and you're still listening to this one specifically, you know how pretty much all that shit works. The people on the redistricting committee, which was primarily Republican, there were two Democrats and the rest were Republican uh, state officers. They just kind of said, fuck it. And they have had five maps ruled unconstitutional by the Ohio State Supreme Court. But there are no there have been no consequences and there's still no consequences. They, the way it is right now, if nothing changes, they will just have to make new maps every couple years uh, more frequently than they do now. But that's how they can get around having to have consensus. That could change. Uh, this is where I get back sort of to the point. Right now, the Ohio State Supreme Court has seven judges, and there are, they are a f- four conservative, three non-conservative. Uh, recently, that uh, gerrymandered supermajority I previously spoke of passed legislation after a couple non-Republican judges won. They passed legislation now requiring a judge's political party be put on the ballots. Uh, There's going to be a handful of uh, states when I start getting into these numbers uh, that some states require a judge's political affiliation to be on a ballot. Uh, You know, that usually makes things easier for the people that vote straight down whatever mailer they get sent. You know, this is the blank party's endorsed candidates. I'm one of those weirdos that I'm already, I've been researching candidates for months already and other shit like that. The main thing I wanted to talk about before I go anywhere off the rails or realize I've been C-spanning you all into sleepy tears. I wanted to talk about uh, in, in, 2022, in the U.S., there will be 85 of the 344 total seats of state Supreme Courts are up for election. Uh, Here in Ohio, there are three up this year. One was easy to guess because he is the son of the current governor who is also a defendant in the gerrymandering state Supreme Court cases. He was easy to guess uh, his political affiliation. But now that they have to disclose it or list it or whatever, it has never been hard to find the information about judges, especially if you just look up 
the things that they've been running on. But in a four to three Republican majority court here, three of those four Republican seats or uh, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, my state is no more important than any others. So not all of the states are having are having Supreme Court elections this year. I'm going to just ra- ramble off a couple. So I'm going to skip some. But uh, especially. OK, so. The most the place with the most state Supreme Court seats up for election this year is a tie between Texas and Kansas six seats up and both of those are on November 8th 2022 I did not look into how many judges are on every state's Supreme Court that might not all be seven but that's one of the weird ways that like states are Uh, there's all sorts of different rules because it's easier to get away with fuckery at the state level. But anyway, (laughs) 64 of the judge judgeships up in uh, state Supreme courts are still technically nonpartisan. 13 are Republican judges and eight are democratic party judges. Most of the elections are on November 8th and none of them All the other ones that have happened have already passed. Arkansas and Georgia were in May and Tennessee. And I I kind of feel like when I first started the show, uh, at least a decent amount of people weren't very used to talking about this sort of shit out and about or, you know, kept it more away from their online personas and lives. But I, I, as the show's been growing with with our audience, I have no idea if the the basic, you know, government one hundred and one stuff that I used to do a lot are useful to enough people, or if it happens infrequently enough that you long standers. Uh, don't aren't tired of it or you love me even though you might not download it or listen to it and you'll be back for the next one so in 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 these times off where i've been fucking around on the website or talking with people about about other shows or you know doing outside activist stuff um so yeah i i (laughs) We're at least far enough in to this episode, even if I cut a bunch of that out, that if you're still here and you're you're still talking to me, that you are just as likely to you know drop me a line, say which type of stuff that I do or we do, depending on you know if you've got somebody that I've gotten on with and. I mean, there there hasn't been anybody that's been on the show that is like, oh, God, I will never have a conversation with that person again. So uh, don't feel like somebody's going to be left out. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, 
I basically, yeah. So I've, I've just been trying to think about what sort of stuff the show doesn't need to do anymore, <laughs> including these rambly solo missives that I belt out if I haven't sat down with somebody for a few weeks. And, uh, you know, uh, especially a few years ago, there were a lot of direct questions from people, you know, especially maybe outside the U.S. I was like, hey, could you just go on a little bit about that? Because as anybody knows, there's so much intricacy there. There's intricate workings and long histories of governments that like I've kind of feel embarrassed and extremely American that I know so little about the way other countries' governments work. I mean, I know more about what they do than I than how they do it. So yeah, so some things that are supposed to be happening in the future that I've got some Canadian people going to teach me a little bit, a bit about how that all goes on up there in America's upstairs neighbor or better adjusted or slightly better adjusted cousin and, and other random things. You know, shit, shit to just think about is guests that you've been missing uh, that you want to come back. I'll then I'll just be like, hey, it's not me. It's it's the people. The people want you back. So you got to love the people. And so the those those sorts of things, movie requests, working on ideas of ways to fuck around with YouTube. I think I've probably said that before, but so yeah, there's still totally stuff going on behind the scenes. There's, if you have not watched Prey yet, it's an easy recommend. I think most people would argue it's at least in the top three Predator films. And I know some people are having debates with themselves and others on if they like it more than part two. I have not heard anybody say that it's their favorite of the franchise, but I can easily recommend that and could totally be a conversation here on the show. Uh, there's I also watched the Blumhouse Bloomhouse Blumhouse Peacock They Them with Kevin Bacon and uh, Zeta, Zeta Veda, Sultanfuss or whatever her name was on My Girl, My Girl from My Girl, uh, making a cameo as the camp nurse. It's so new that I don't really know how much to say, but there's. Some stuff I dug about it and stuff that I would criticize about it, but we've still got Congress to talk about, which traditionally in a midterm year, the president's party loses a lot. Uh, the Republicans may be 
leveling that field with the whole overturning of abortion rights and other fucking shit that they've decided to spew upon the planet as they lose no real power yet, but actual representative majority opinion power. Uh, Of course, that's the optimistic part of me is that they are just bringing down as many of their perceived enemies as possible as they scream into the darkness and the void. And the other one is like, no, it's just getting worse. Could be both. Could be neither. What the fuck do I know? I'm not a political scientist and they're still guessing. They're still just guessing. With good information. Uh, with making use of their information. So, the midterms. 435 House seats, as per usual, in the midterm elections. 34 Senate seats, November 8th, 2022. Five of the six non-voting members in the U.S. House are up for elections as well. Two special elections in November. Uh, The final four years of Jim Inhofe's uh, Republican of Oklahoma. His term started in 2021, and then he, after, as soon after he won the election, he announced that he's resigning effective uh, January 3rd, this coming year, 2023. There will also be the final weeks of Kamala Harris's term that she started in California before... Uh, becoming the vice president, uh, of course, that that Harris. And uh, it'll be the first after the reapportionment, reapportionment that happened with the extremely tinkered with and poorly handled, to say the least, if, if you don't want to get accusatory uh, census. There will be... Texas, Colorado, Florida, Montana, North Carolina, and Oregon gain House seats in the U.S. House of Representatives, and California, Illinois, Michigan, New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia lose seats in the House of Representatives. There's so many people in new districts. Uh, look it up. Check it up. Check it twice. Santa Claus, that shit, up until the second midterm, I had their primary that happened here. Different government websites had me listed in different districts until somebody finally fixed one. But anyway, uh, for the U.S. Senate right now, there uh, are 48 Democrats, two independents who caucus with Democrats, and 50 Republicans. Uh, The tie-breaking vote is the vice president, who is Vice President Harris. And uh, in the House of Representatives, there are 220 Democratic Party members, 211 Republican Party members, and four vacancies. And there are 14 seats held by Democrats, 20 seats held by Republicans, that are up for that. So 
Who the fuck knows? <laughs> it's it's close. It's fucking tight. But as you saw, as per usual, it's going to be stressful for me. I'll tell you that. And it's going to be stressful for other people. There's going to be... Uh, yeah. One of the seats is... One of the Senate seats is here in Ohio. Senator Rob Portman, who is the typical Republican ghoul who, in also typical fashion, made a big point of how he was getting out of politics because they've gotten so partisan and then immediately got more partisan after he announced his retirement. Uh, his, his seat is up, and it is... Between the Democrat Tim Ryan, who, eh, uh, who, who seems to be going for that heart of America, Republicans and Democrats can work together sort of thing. And he is up against J.D. Vance of various notorieties. I don't know which thing you want to talk about with him. But he is pretty much like Rob, or outgoing Rob Portman, seems to be a total douche who spends no real time in the state. <laughs> uh, and, uh, or generally found elsewhere doing fundraising and not doing town halls. All right. You've suffered enough. I hope you're all doing well, especially if you're you're listening to this. You must be a wonderful person. So we will talk soon. Check out your state Supreme Court elections. They're going to have a lot more say and a lot more shit. And it's easier to snake one past people. Talk to you soon. He did what we all must learn to do. You and 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 you